Hey there, and welcome to High Vibe In It. I'm Lindsay Robinson, hypnotherapist and success mindset expert. And I'm Kelsey Aida, inspirational author and blogger slash manifesting expert. And we're best friends who are inspired to create a self-development podcast with a spiritual twist. To us, living a high vibe life is all about creating with intention, prioritizing how you feel, and making empowered choices that support your highest potential. Every week, we're here to help you learn how to live a more aligned, inspired life, start owning your power, and manifest the life of your dreams. Visit highvibeinit.com to connect with us on social media and learn about more ways we can help. And don't forget to subscribe on your favorite podcast platform so you never miss an episode. Now, we have a ton of value to offer you today, so let's dive in. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the show. We have Miss Carrie Green on today, and we're super excited to kind of dive into her story and extract some of her wisdom today for all of you. Um, If you don't already know who Carrie is, Carrie is the author of a book, an amazing book called She Means Business, and also the founder of the Female Entrepreneur Association. She has built a wildly successful business for herself, and today we're kind kind of like dive into her mind and tinker into the details of how she made these incredible mindset shifts and life upgrades in order to call in and manifest this awesome business that helps so many women all around the world. So Carrie, thanks for being here. Well, it's so good to be here. I'm so excited because I feel like this is the stuff that I love talking about the most. Perfect. Yeah. We love talking about it too, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Um, But yeah, I'm I'm all things manifesting. Yes. yes, which is kind of what, I mean, I've been a huge fan of you for a really long time, um, pretty much since I started my, well, I mean, it's been like four years, but I uh, had to kind of scrap my whole hypnotherapy practice because it was all in person and, you know, doing office visits and we moved to Las Vegas and I thought, I don't want to rent an office. I want to be able to do it all from like my home office. And so I basically had to build an entire like online presence in a very short amount of time. And I definitely looked to you a lot and how you're, how you kind of approach things and do things. Plus, I mean, the biggest thing, the biggest reason that attracted me to you was the whole mindset piece. Cause I'm a hypnotherapist. Okay. Like I, I, that's my thing. And when you have embraced it so wonderfully and know how important it is and know how crucial it really is to, to building something that you love and something that you're passionate about and something that's sustainable. It was just like, yeah meant to be. So I'm a huge fan of yours. Um, now, if you could, I think the best way to kind of introduce you is to, from your own words. So what kind of drew you to this sort of work? I'm sure it kind of evolved on its own. You know, it wasn't necessarily the vision you had from the beginning, or maybe it was. So how did you get started? And what did that really look like for you? So I Well, I actually had the idea for what I'm doing now back in 2008. I was running another business, which was mobile phone unlocking was not fun. Um, So basically when I was at university, I ran out of money and I was like, I need to figure out what I'm going to do. And it was between like selling ice cream at Cirque du Soleil or this opportunity that came up to be a reseller selling phone and lock codes online. So I was like, what the hell is a phone and lock code? I don't know anything about phones, but it sounds better than selling ice cream every night. So I just went for it. And while you know, in between studying, I was learning how to build an online business. And I was like, Googling stuff and figured out how to set up my own website and use Google AdWords. And it was an amazing experience. And I learned that 
bloody hell you can be a student living in your crappy student house and you can make so much money online if you know how and it kind of it just really blew my mind and um so anyway so I spent a lot of time building that business when I graduated I continued to like build the online business and then I reached a point where it was doing really well I was completely financially free and I didn't know what the bloody hell to do with my life like I just felt so miserable and so empty and so lost I was not passionate about phone unlocking as you can imagine mm-hmm. <laughs> um and so I just I really spent a lot of time trying to think what the hell up what yeah what's my purpose in life I volunteered at an animal rescue sanctuary and realized picking up dog poo was not fun either um <laughs> wasn't quite the dream I had in mind um and so I kind of tried loads of things I went traveling to Australia in the hope of having an epiphany had no epiphany whatsoever and um like I said in 2008 I'd had this idea to create a platform to bring women together because as as a woman in business back then, I felt so isolated. I didn't, I, I would go along to like business networking events and it was like men in suits. And I was like, I do not fit in here in any way, shape or form. And I was like, where are the other people like me who are building businesses who want to drink wine and talk about their problems? <laughs> Cause like at the, at the time, like I was in my early twenties and all my friends were like in London on grad schemes where they were like socializing with like their colleagues I didn't have any colleagues so I was just me myself and I in my apartment where I wouldn't leave for like three days in a row and then I would go insane um so I had this grand idea and I remember starting website after website after website with name after name after name and just never had the guts to put it out there and so this whole time this idea hovered in the back of my mind and it was 2011 rolled around and it's like Jim Rohn says like when you have your day of disgust, it's such an amazing day because then your life changes. And I think for me, I reached that point where I was so disgusted by myself and the fact that I was living the same year where I just was so miserable. I wasn't, I was living the mantra. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. And I did know I wanted to live an amazing life and create success, but I was just so stuck. Um, And so one day I was just like, I am going to turn this, like, I'm going to figure this out. And I decided that I was going to go for it with my idea to create this platform and just not have to have it all figured out and to not know how it was all going to work, but that I was just going to go for it and to see where it took me. I basically, I created this challenge myself. I call it my mission success challenge. And it was to see what would be possible if I conditioned myself for success and a big part of that was realizing well what what is success for me what does it look like what is my dream life what is my dream business and I was like I actually have this idea I've been putting off doing for so long now like it's time like I step up and do this and um and yeah so that challenge was just like a big wake-up call for me and it was the beginning of you know what has now you know followed and I back then my vision was to create the number one platform to inspire and empower women around the world to turn their ideas into successful businesses so I did have grand plans but um I didn't anticipate how quite how it would turn out or um I mean I hoped it would be successful but um it has been amazing and it makes me realize how when we get intentional about the kind of lives we want to live we have the ability to manifest the most phenomenal things and 
blows my mind every time I think about it to think where I was back in 2011 to where I'm at now and the amazing adventure I've been on and just from a single decision to decide to change my life and to get intentional about living my best life and that was like that was that changed everything and I just wish that like I think that's why I love what I do because I love imparting that message onto other people who haven't had that wake-up call yet and to let them realize to like go around you know like virtually shaking people (laughs) to realize like what their lives could be like too because I know that if one person can do it we can all do it no exceptions absolutely like we always say on the show that was that was a great way to say it like we always say on the show like you don't have to just live the way you're like you don't have to just wake up and be like well this is me this is what I'm destined for like all it takes is a decision that you know what's on the other side of me saying yes to this what's on the other side of me like investing in myself or writing the idea down or researching or you know whatever the first step is and just then do the next step after that but yeah you're absolutely right and we say we preach it basically it's like you just have to decide that this is not where you have to be stuck for the rest of your life you don't have to keep going in these circles or you know feeling like you're just stuck in a what is it like a tar tar puddle tar tar what's the word tar pit thank you thank you (laughs) um but you just have to decide and that's so great that you brought light to that because yeah it's absolutely so true yeah so that was the beginning of my journey with fea and Part of it all and look at it now <laughs> did you have like an inkling that it was going to be as big as it is and as big as it's becoming or has it just like surpassed your wildest dreams already I think a mix a mixture of both like mm-hmm. it never fails to impress me and surprise me and just blow me away that I took an idea in my head that for three years I was too afraid to do and have turned it into multiple millions in terms of revenue like that blows my mind because I remember being in like 2009 being sat on webinars with people like Frank Kern and like really old school internet marketers listening to them say about how they were making this much money and this much money and I'm like you're so full of crap like what (laughs) you know like there's a part of me that just thought whatever but then there was also part of me that thought is this possible like can you really do this and obviously I'd experienced success with an online business from the phone unlocking stuff but like I don't know it just it also kind of felt like can you really make money doing something you love like can I really create success trying to just inspire and empower people and share this message of something that I'm so passionate about and so I feel like on the one hand, I, like I said, I wanted to build the number one, the biggest platform for female entrepreneurs. That is what I set out to do. But the reality of experiencing and achieving some of these big things, like being a Hay House author and speaking on Hay House stages and, you know, doing TEDx talks and all that stuff. And, you know, building a multiple seven figure business, like all that stuff never fails to amaze me. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of a mixture of both. Yeah. I really liked in your story how you shared that you were able to make money and become financially free, but you still like weren't happy or fulfilled. Because I feel like so many people are like, well, I just need to manifest the money. Like it doesn't matter how, yeah. like even if I just win the lottery or even if this just, I inherit this much, it's like, do you guys realize that you literally have like no fulfillment in that? Like yeah. the whole reason why your business is so fulfilling to you is because you actually created it like from scratch. I feel like that's a huge part of 
feeling how you think you're going to feel when you have this money that you say that you want. Like, why do you actually want it? It's not just for the money. You can make money doing so many different things and still be miserable and still not be happy. We've like been trained to feel like it's a choice, right? Between happiness or abundance (laughs) or like (laughs) passion or like having a lot of money. Like we, we, if we, if we, and you're absolutely right. You said one of your biggest fears was like, could I really make money doing something I actually like to do? And that's so common. Like I know so many people who have the same fake choice in their head where they have to choose between money or happiness. Was that, would you say that's one of the biggest things that kind of held you back from starting the business in the beginning? I think so. And also I think the other thing was that it was, it was, it felt really vulnerable. Like the first business was me hiding behind phone and lock codes. It wasn't me. It was a service that I was providing. Whereas the FEA stuff was me showing up, sharing a message that felt very personal. And so that was a scary transition to, to be visible. And it was like that whole thing of like, Oh my gosh, what if like my friends see me doing this or people see this and like, are like, what the hell is she on about? (laughs) So I think it was like that whole fear of like being judged on some level or just people thinking it was really ridiculous. Um, I think that kind of frightened me for a really long time, but you know, I just, it's funny because I've been doing loads of calls lately with people and the thing that comes up so often is people saying I've got this idea this idea this idea and they are trying to figure out which idea will make them the most money and I think that funnily enough it's probably I I think the idea that makes you the most money is the idea that lights you up the most and sets you on fire the most and it's probably the idea that you think probably won't make you the most money because in in 2009 I did this little challenge for myself I love setting myself a good challenge but (laughs) um I called it mission to make a million in 365 days and I started a blog and I started to document this journey of making a million and on day one I set off and I'm like I set out the challenge and what I want to do and like figuring out can I make a million in a year and although on day one actually I woke up and like the two goals I'd set myself which was like wake up early and go to the gym and do something else I failed on both of them and I wrote on my blog I was too lazy (laughs) great start but um by day 65 but I didn't know it was my second to last day of blogging but um I was basically saying about how it kind of felt like really hard and I didn't know how I was going to make it happen and and I realized, and it's funny because then obviously I had that mission to make a million challenge failed. Day 66 was my last blog entry and that was it. And then in 2011, I set on, off on my mission for success challenge. And um, uh, that was about how do I crack myself open and just follow my passion and condition myself for success? How do I show up and be of service and add value in this world? Um, and so that was a completely different focus. And it was that challenge that led me to the millions, not the challenge to actually make millions. And I think that shift in mindset from um, when, you know, so often when we're starting a business, if you switch from thinking, how am I going to make money from this? How am I going to get, get, get to how am I going to give, give, give? that is the thing that flips the switch and helps people to like break free and create so much more success because they show up in like, they show up as the the, the true selves with their true passions and they show up to be of service. And that is how you make money as an entrepreneur. And I think somehow along the lines, like you said, people get 
just confused and think that it's about figuring out how to make money and it's a choice between yeah happiness and abundance (laughs) it's interesting from a manifesting standpoint too because when you are in the mindset of get 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 you can't help but be attached to the outcome no matter what you're attached you you have an expectation and it has to be fulfilled or it just you're disappointed where from the mindset of give 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 your expectation is to fulfill their needs and to make sure that they're being taken care of. And so there's no, I don't want to say selfish attachment. There's no self attachment to getting something. It's all about like, let me make sure these people are getting what they need from me and hearing the message that they need from me. And then indirectly, it's like so much more fulfilling, so much more abundant. And then as you said, the the one you're most passionate about and in that mindset, you could be more successful beyond your wildest dreams. Yeah. And that, that's, that's, that's really cool. I like that you said that. So earlier, Carrie, you mentioned that it's really important to define what success means and what it looks like mm-hmm. to you. So I'm curious, has your definition of success changed from when you started the association to now? Good question, Kelsey. Um, and if it's the same, can you share like your words and ideas with us of what yours is personally? So for me, I realized success and fulfillment were about pushing myself to be the best person I could be and to live my best life and to show up and be the best version of myself. And so it's fairly intangible, um, but it's like, I know if I'm not being that person, I don't feel good, things don't flow. It feels really frustrating. It feels like I'm pushing water up a hill. Um, and I realized for me, that is my definition of success. Like obviously other things like creating and feeling abundant and having the freedom to be able to um, have flexibility around how I work and the things that we do and being able to like, obviously not right now, but travel <laughs> and, um, and, you know, be kind of free. So those kinds of things are really important to me. Um, but I think the, yeah, the biggest thing, the biggest driver is like unlocking my own potential and constantly being in that growth mindset and expanding my mind and expanding myself. And that feels like success. Really? And has that changed? I don't know, like throughout building FEA, like, um, I've gone through different phases and like some really big ups and downs, but um, I feel like, I, yeah, I always come back to the same things. I suppose the other thing is like really showing up to be of service and to share a message. I feel like I got really off track from that actually over the past couple of years because I got so caught up in like the operations and team side and I realized I was operating totally outside of my zone of genius and outside of why I even started FEA. Um, and it didn't really feel good. Um, and I've been trying, like finding my way back to that place of like, just being able to show up, be of service to, and to, yeah, to help and to give as much as I can. And for me, that place feels really, really good. Mm-hmm. That's where I feel like life flows. Yeah. We all have our own personal like gauge of when we're in alignment and when we're not. And it's really telling of your, the way you've trained yourself, I guess, or, or maybe you were born with it, the way that you're able to like, 
tell immediately when you're out of alignment because for some people it takes a while it takes those like deep deep lows where they wake up and they're like where am i (laughs) what am (laughs) i doing with my life and what's going on but it's good that you know i'm sure it took practice but that you're able to notice that and really get back into your zone as you say your zone of genius um yeah there was something else i was gonna say but i forgot what do you have to say (laughs) i was gonna ask um like as far as I really loved your definition of success, by the way, I think it's yeah. great. And I think a lot of people listening will obviously resonate with that because everyone listening is going to be just like us because that's always how it works on each episode. <laughs> <laughs> but um, thank you, Love Attraction. But I was going to ask, what are some of your daily like non-negotiables that help support you in showing up as your best self and so you can be of the most service like is it like you gotta have your green juice every morning you work out every day you spend 30 minutes with your baby before you go to work like what are your things that you love to do that have to happen for Carrie to be like at her best um what has to happen for me there are definitely things that I do um that really help me I like I do really like the term non-negotiable although I have to say I'm pretty bad at having non-negotiables <laughs> <Fair enough. laughs> I feel like I'm just so crap with routine and like so the stuff I fall back on so for example like um recently I said I was going like through those struggles and it's funny because I knew I was out of alignment but I kept telling myself what got me here won't get me there I need to focus on team stuff I need to figure this out I need to get better at it I need to be a better manager I need to be better operations and so while I could feel I was totally out of alignment I kept going down this wrong route because I felt like I had to do it so I feel like it's crazy how sometimes our beliefs override our intuition and knowing that we're not doing the right thing and it took me a really long time to wake up it was like another day of disgust moment of like for god's sake Harry stop with this crap like I realized I would repeat phrases to myself like I'm so stuck I don't know how to do this I feel like I'm pushing water up a hill I'm trying to get blood out of a stone I'm in quicksand like I'm not kidding you the amount of times I must have repeated those phrases to myself was insane I was like wake up like stop going down this path Mm-hmm. So yeah, um, I was out of alignment for quite some time, but I had some readings. I love a good reading. I feel like to me, it's like so helpful as an entrepreneur because there's so much uncertainty in our lives. Sometimes you just need someone to tell you it's going to be okay. So oh, anyway, in these readings, it's funny. There were two completely dis- unconnected uh, readings and they both said the same thing. You need to go back to basics and you need to meditate. And I was seeing meditation pop up everywhere. Like, honestly, like every video I watched, every book I picked up, everything just said, meditate, meditate, meditate. So I was like, bloody hell, I need to start meditating properly again. So I got that. Have you ever seen it? The Muse headband is actually here on my desk where you put this headband on and it's... um, you do not have to meditate with it, but I found it really helpful. So you put the, the headband on and when you meditate, so for example, I meditate for 20 minutes and if your mind is really calm and you're focusing on your breath, you hear calm, like I hear the rainforest. So it's like calm, um, a calm rainforest and you hear the birds tweeting. And then if you start to wander off with your thoughts, like the thunderstorm rolls and it goes all crazy and like, oh my gosh, I need to Hang get back on. to breathing. So this headband actually monitors your brain, brain waves. Brave brain waves. Yeah. That is amazing. I know. It's, it's really cool. So cool. It's really cool. And it really helps because then, it just also like helps me to get into the discipline of like doing it every day. And um, 
So anyway, I started meditating every day and that did come, be kind of become a non-negotiable, but don't get me wrong, there are some days where I totally forget. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but nevertheless, that really helps me. Other things that, like I call it like my little bag of magic, mindset magic tricks, and they're just things that help me to get back on track. So um, I know that I operate the best and can create the most success and manifest to my highest potential when I feel good. So I have to follow the good feelings. And so I have to be intentional about creating those good feelings. And so watching an inspirational video on YouTube, listening to an inspiring or uplifting podcast, reading a book that's going to inspire me, doing things like that every day that will get those thoughts going, I feel like is so important because that has the ability to change everything changed the way I feel, changed the way I think. Um, so doing that and like, even just like simple things like listening to music that makes me feel good and gets me into that right energy and that right space. Um, and yes, yeah, so, and visualizing is another thing that I absolutely love to do. Like, I just feel like the fact that we have the ability to transcend our reality at any given moment to experience something better is so powerful okay and i'm getting the tingles because you're speaking my language now i love but it like it just like i like i remember like i mean across throughout especially building fea i have done this over and over and over again but like you know um i remember being sat in a hay house audience and it was before i was a hay house author before i was even on their radar and just sat there watching i think gabrielle bernstein speaking or something and i was in the audience and i'd so zoned out and i was imagining vividly that it was me on the stage and i was looking around the room and seeing like how i would physically see it from her perspective and as if it were me and i felt the nerves like shooting through me and it felt so real and it's so amazing that we get to do that and be able uh -huh. to experience the things that we want before they've happened and know with certainty that that is going to be our reality so visualization for me is such a powerful tool that i use really really often to help me to get excited about what i can create and what's possible and um to have fun with it as a like as a tool like not to put pressure on myself to like have it all figured out in a visualization but just to have fun and enjoy playing around with this concept like muhammad ali used to say he would create his future history and that's what he would do before going into a fight like he would vividly visualize the round he was going to knock out his opponent in and you see it time and time again with some of the greatest people that we've ever known like especially athletes where their ability to visualize their future was so powerful um and it really helped them to manifest so yeah there's a huge thing for me with like my book with the members club with yeah. everything that i've created i've created it within first and i've experienced it within first and i felt it like it was a done deal and i yeah. knew that it would be it was on its way to me like i could just feel it in my energy like this has happened already. It's coming. <laughs> so. Everything's created twice. First in your mind. Exactly. In reality. Yeah. That's great. So, so those are some of the things that are my little toolkit of, of being able to create success. Love it. I love and it. I like that you made it very clear that it doesn't happen every day. So people don't yes. set themselves at this standard yeah, know, of perfection. Right? Oh is my gosh. Awesome. Because so many people feel the pressure to like be this whatever definition of perfect every day in order to get what they want and yeah. i'm messy i don't do the same things every day i i try as we all should but let's be honest things happen <laughs> exactly and like the thing is i think it's reassuring to know that you can be messy you can 
feel like you don't have to yeah. be positive every second of the day or inspired every second of the day or have it all together or have it all figured out. You can be quite the opposite and yep. you can still create so much success. And I find that empowering. Absolutely. <laughs> like, it's good yeah. to know. And freeing. It's very freeing yeah. to know that you don't have to like be this person's definition of the perfect manifester to be able to yeah. manifest. We love BetterHelp. It's a really amazing online resource. And I would say it's so timely right now during this pandemic, an online resource for you to connect with therapists and counselors. So if there's something that's been interfering with your happiness or preventing you from achieving your goals, um, a therapist or a counselor can be really helpful and really beneficial, especially at this time. BetterHelp assesses your needs to match you with your own licensed professional therapist, and you can start communicating with them in under 24 hours. Um, keep in mind, this is not a crisis line. It's a professional counseling service that's done securely online. Um, there's a broad range of experts and people that have different specialties, so they'll match you up with the right one. You can log into your account at any time and send messages to your counselor. It's a really great tool. I use this um, a while back when I was healing from a really, really harsh breakup after a super toxic relationship, and it was just invaluable to have someone in my corner explaining this is what you went through. It's totally normal that you're feeling how you're feeling. This is how you can move forward. Let's hold space for what you went through. And I just have nothing but good things to say about it. So yeah, if you want to see more testimonials from other people, you can go to betterhelp.com slash reviews, but definitely visit betterhelp, that's H-E-L-P, and join over 800,000 people taking charge of their mental health with the help of an experienced professional. And for you guys, we have a special offer, of course. High Vibin' It listeners get 10% off your first month at betterhelp.com slash Vibin. And I do want to point out that this is already way more affordable than regular therapy and you can do it in your PJs. <laughs> do it in your PJs. And you can do it in quarantine so you don't have to go anywhere. Yeah. There might be even a bigger demand for this kind of stuff. I think so. The, with all I mean, the vibes going around right now, you know? I feel like this time has just really put a flame under whatever unhealed emotions were happening totally. already inside of you and now it's just been brought to the surface in a very extreme way. So if you want help processing definitely go to BetterHelp and use that service because it's really, really awesome. BetterHelp.com slash V-I-B-I-N for 10% off your first month. Well, and I feel like too, it's removing the judgment from yourself, right? Mm -hmm. So it's like, if you don't feel like doing the non-negotiable, I mean, there's like a time and a place when your inner parent should be like, you know, you should really go to the gym today. Your future yeah. self will thank you. But on some days it's like, today's not the day to go to the gym. Like let yourself rest and like know yeah. the difference and don't judge yourself for skipping one day of non-negotiables, you know? Yeah. Um, sorry if you just hear that banging. My son Casey is one. He's 18 months. He's downstairs making an absolute racket. Okay, we have to talk about this wrong in a way. I'm pretty sure your son was born within days of my son. Born? The 18th of October. Okay, mine's the 27th of October. So I Aww, now, I, yes, it all is all making sense because I follow you on Instagram and I'm like, oh my gosh, I'm due any day now. <laughs> yeah, that's funny because I follow so many people who have babies like the same age as mine just to see, you know, see how they're doing, check in because I feel like a kinship with them. But yeah, that's, I, he's super cute. Your little boy. He's adorable. Oh, he is. I can't, the past few weeks, he's just changed so much. And it's just like, it's so fun to see them. I'm yeah. usually watching him from the window as he plays outside in the garden though, because we're on lockdown here. So. Yep. Us too. Uh, yeah. 
so it's really bizarre but um but I think though that's a good thing about having your own business is then having more control and flexibility over the time you get to spend with them and that's Absolutely. really nice yeah um, and when things like this happen when you can't necessarily go out to a job it's it's not lost on me how yeah. lucky and fortunate I am that I can keep doing my work um yeah. despite the current climate yeah seriously it makes me feel really grateful too mm-hmm. yeah yeah well um let's see I want to know from your success from the other side of success I'm sure you're not done you have more goals what are your future goals from here like where are you hoping that this is going to go do you have new projects planned what's happening for Carrie well I'm really excited right now honestly just to get back into showing up with the message that I started FEA with in the first place. Cause I, like I said, I think the past couple of years I've been so caught up in like the behind the scenes operations of FEA that I really haven't been showing up and using my voice. And like I have, I've still been putting content out but the content's been really batched and I've been involved in filming the content but it's been really thought through. Whereas in the past I would make intuitive content. So like on a week to week basis, I would be talking and saying stuff about how I felt in that moment. Mm -hmm. And so I really feel like I'm so excited to get back to that and have been getting back to that. And it's felt so good. So yeah, just getting back to showing up. I've been doing, for example, in our Facebook group, like live hot seat calls every single day. And at first when I was like, I'm going to do one every day, I thought, oh my God, am I insane? But I've been so, I've been just been loving it. Just like going back to basics and just showing up in any way I can to like be of service and to be like, this is the message that I have to share. And I'm just going to share it and speak it and do whatever I can to get it out. So that feels really good. But in terms of like, uh, like goals and plans we're like we definitely have stuff in the pipeline like we're working on an app at the moment which I'm really excited about because it feels new and it feels really exciting um and um yeah we've um yeah some fun ideas like we want to try and do like a really cool like summit this year like well we actually wanted to do inspired fest as an in-person event, thank God we aren't actually doing it this year because <laughs> we would have been screwed. But um, so we talked about turning that into a virtual event so that we can do like a virtual inspired fest and figure that out. So we've got some fun things like that that we're working on that we've not done before. Um, but I think it's just kind of like, for me right now, my goal is to just go where it feels good because mm -hmm. I think like the past two years, I've been bashing my head against a brick wall going where it doesn't feel good, thinking that I have to go there. And I realize I don't have to go there. I, I realize I really need to show up and be committed to like feeling good and to, um, and giving myself permission to do that. Like, I think so often we don't give ourselves permission to do the things that we know we need to do or we should, or we feel like we want to do. Like, even for example, for me, I love mindset stuff and all that stuff, but for such a long time, I haven't been giving myself permission to actually make time for it, for like meditating or visualizing. Like I felt so busy in the day that I never gave myself the space to do that stuff. So just getting back to even that kind of stuff, I feel like, mm -hmm. honestly, I feel like a new person at the moment, <laughs> just because I'm like Yay. back in the flow with it all. It feels, so, it feels so much better. I honestly like had this visualization in the day it was so weird it just came to me and it was like I felt like I was riding a bike with like the wind blowing in my face and I just felt free and I was like oh my gosh I've not had this feeling for such a long time where I just feel so good and um and yeah it just it's funny isn't it how it all comes down to what we choose to focus on and oh, totally. the decisions we choose to make and the it's like 
am I going to actually have the guts to speak my truth and to make really difficult decisions that feel uncomfortable, but I know I need to do it to move forward? Or am I going to keep being out of alignment with myself and keep ignoring this message that like, you know, my intuition's bashing me over the head <laughs> and making me feel terrible. And I am ignoring it over and over again because I don't have the courage to like face up to it. Mm -hmm. um, and so, yeah, I just, yeah, I feel, I feel good lately that I finally had the courage That's great. to, yeah. Now to I, have get a, back. I have a question about how you said in your journey um, story about how you got here that you had a couple, what did you call them? Disgust days. Really, oh, like, days of disgust. Days of disgust. Thank you. <laughs> and disgust days. Now, is that is because what I what I say a lot, you know, in different ways, is that you don't have to necessarily move yet, but at some point, you're probably going to be so uncomfortable that the thought of staying in this spot for another second is just going to be too much, and you're going to have to take action. You're going to have to take the next step, and you're going to feel like that's your push. Would you describe that as kind of what you experienced in these days of disgust? Yeah. I mean, I was only using that just because I think Jim Rohn said it well. Like, I mean, that's beautiful. I love that yeah. term, by the way. I've just never he, heard it before. Days of disgust. Yeah. So Perfect. Jim Rohn talked about like when he talks about emotions that like can change your life and he talks about disgust being one of them. And when people have like a day of disgust, when it's like they realize what is going on and they realize they're so disgusted by themselves not in like a really crazy way like I don't mean like just in the sense of like you know when you're so fed up of your own crap Absolutely. you're so fed up of being stuck in your own way and you're over it and you just want to get over yourself it's like yeah it's that day it's that day when you have that realization of like I can't do this anymore something I have to change and change becomes absolutely imperative like like you said you it, the staying where you are is too uncomfortable. Like you have to change. Mm -hmm. um, so yeah, it would be the same thing. <laughs> I think the question for everyone to ask themselves is like, do I want to be uncomfortable for the rest of my life? Like not living up to my truth. And maybe it's like a smaller degree of uncomfortability, but it's like every single day. Or do I want to just power through it and get really fucking uncomfortable for a small period of time so that I can push through to where I actually want to go so I can feel good in a more long-term and sustainable way? Like, yeah. yeah, it's going to require some moments of intense uncomfortability and uncertainty, but that's sometimes the price of getting to the other side where you have that long-term fulfillment and happiness. Exactly. And I think the big thing is like, what is the point of not allowing yourself to... Mm -hmm. to try like I think you know we live one life as ourselves and you know we might some people believe we reincarnate yeah, you're the best. happen to be one of those people but like <laughs> as me I live this one life yep. and I am here and I think like it is on me to live my best life and I do not want to get to the end of it and think what the hell was I doing I wasn't this I was just fiddling around like mm -hmm. and I remember doing this exercise once and it was where someone said if you only had 12 months left to live what would you do differently and I was like oh my gosh like if I actually had 12 months left to live and I'm focusing just on my business and not like okay I want to take off every you know go and explore the world but if I thought about it from like a business perspective of what do I want to achieve if I only had 12 months in which to achieve it you would 
I realized I'd make radically different decisions. I would play a bigger game. I would live my life on a bigger level. And I just think we forget that because we get so caught up in the minutia of the day to day. Um, it keeps us playing small. So I constantly feel like I'm zooming back out of life into that big picture. There's this, every time I do like a workshop, I always share this slide. And it's this image I once saw of like the universe. And then it's like a little circle and it says, you are here. It's just like insignificant dots. And it makes me realize like we live on this planet that is surrounded by blackness and stars and this universe that we just can't even get our heads around we don't even understand what is really out there but somehow we exist here in this moment and it just makes me think like we have we have so much opportunity we have to like show up and be our own best friend so that we can help make the most of the opportunity that we have and to live the best lives like it is on us and when I think about that it just makes me feel so empowered to do scary things and make scary decisions and say yes to speaking in front of a thousand people even though every part of me wants to say no hell no I'm not speaking and doing that <laughs> so just saying yes because it's life and you, we have to live in a bold way and meaningful yeah. way otherwise what the hell is the point there is no yeah. point and you know, sometimes, you know, when you see people and they're really unhappy in their job, they're not doing what they want to do, they don't have the abundance that they want to have, they feel like they're so far from living a life that is a dream life. And it makes me feel so sad because I feel like it might not always be easy, but we, I do fully believe that we have the ability to create so much amazing stuff for ourselves and the majority of people do not realize it's within them and that it's up to them to make it happen. Um, and I think that's why all this mindset and manifesting stuff and law of attraction stuff is so powerful because it teaches such incredible lessons that, you know, if we all applied it, we'd all be living amazing lives yeah. or much better, lives, oh, much definitely. more fulfilled lives. Yeah. There's like, I always say you'll never regret deciding that you're worth it. And whatever it is to you, you'll never regret. You'll never look back and be like, yeah, I wish I didn't decide I was worth it. I wish I didn't do that. <laughs> There's never like a, a day that you're going to be sad about that. Um, but yeah, I want to, when I die, I want to know that I've squeezed every bit of juice out of this life. I want to know that I squeezed every bit of happiness and joy, you know, to the best of my ability. And I refuse to believe that there's a person listening or even on this planet who would disagree with that. I think yeah. nobody wants to die being like, well, that was a waste. <laughs> like, yeah. I got to do I that one you, over again. <laughs> you just said something really important to the best of my ability, because mm -hmm. it isn't about having it all completely figured out or it all right. being perfect. It's about trying to be the best we can be. And that is a completely different picture for every single one of us. Yeah. And I think it's kind of like honoring that, like, the messiness and the adventure of it all but that's where mindset and attitude comes into it because that's when you kind of like lock into a an abundant mindset and a, a mindset of gratitude and um yeah you can be in the crappiest situation but you have the mindset to like feel like you can still expand in that so i don't know if you've ever read this book called man's search for meaning but it's by a guy called victor frankel and he Love was that. in concentration camps mm -hmm. during the war and he said this quote he, well in the book he says 
basically everything in life can be taken away from you except for your freedom to choose how you respond and to me it's the most empowering quote I have ever heard because that is what it comes down to in life like every single one of us has the freedom to choose how we respond to situations the good the bad the ugly yeah. and most people are on autopilot choosing to respond in a really negative way that brings them down that makes them feel like crap that does not serve them in any way whatsoever and to me if you can get if or like i constantly work on myself and get a handle on how can i respond in the best way and like i think that's all we can ever ask of ourselves but it has to be with intention and when we can get intentional about that stuff our life changes and just it doesn't have to be more complicated than that i think like you know sometimes people complicate success and they think of all this stuff and like how am i going to make it happen but even just yeah. that simple choice of responding and choosing better thoughts better feelings that is the beginning of everything choose better that is the perfect way i think to i guess close the interview and i want to hear from carrie how if if you're the one person who doesn't know who carrie is how can people get a hold of you how can i don't know if you work with people but tell them all the ways that they can connect with you and what you do um so yeah we can hang out um the female entrepreneur association although every, so every week i have a weekly video podcast that goes out on a tuesday um you can find that probably easiest on instagram at female entrepreneur association or at i am carrie green for more behind the scenes stuff slash baby things <laughs> um and then yeah probably if we've never met my book might be a good starting place um to get to know so we can get to know each other more and then we have our membership which is like the heart and soul of FEA. And that's like where the community hangs out and where we all get together and do meetups now virtually um, and, um, and work with different experts. So, um, so yeah, but I think if just on Instagram would be the place where you can okay. then go down the rabbit hole with it all. And we'll <laughs> put all those hole. links in the description. Um, Carrie, thank you so much for hanging out with us. This has been a you. pleasure beyond words. I just love you to death. Um, do you, Kelsey, do you want to see if we can put some stuff on the Patreon over, over on the, side? yeah, we're going to continue for a couple more minutes over on the Patreon. So if you guys want to hear more from Carrie, um, we're going to ask her a couple more questions that we didn't have time to get to in this interview. I got some new the party right? over there. So <laughs> come join us over there. Um, we'll link all her stuff in the description for you guys. And Carrie, I just want to say on air, thanks for making me giggle during this whole entire interview. <laughs> <laughs> I don't often get that feedback often so that's nice <laughs> I mean <laughs> I feel like just the way that you explain things and you're just like matter of factness and when you so say perfect. bloody hell it yeah. just really makes me happy so thanks <laughs> <laughs> uh, I'm glad <laughs> okay we'll see you guys over in the Patreon everyone have a great week yeah Thanks for listening. We hope you love this episode. If you love High Vibe in it, become a part of our Patreon family. You can support the show, see the extended version of this episode, get bonus content, and access exclusive discounts. Head over to patreon.com slash highvibe to join. We have tons of perks waiting there for you, and we're always hanging out in there, so we hope to see you inside. Please feel free to share the show and help us spread the high vibes far and wide. And of course, don't forget to subscribe so you don't miss a thing. And if you feel inspired to leave a review, we always appreciate it. See you next week.